0: Welcome to CooperCast, the Recuperation Album, Episode 2. This is your host, Al's rerun, John Sachs. We talk about the amazing combination of alto sax with dobro, a side chat about Gary Burton's Tennessee Firebird album, Al's website, Dwayne Eddy, and Bill Doggett. The fifth song is, is fun. It's called Sneakin' Round the Barnyard. Your note is the title comes from the fact that the theme sounds like a chicken-picking organ. The Boris Karloff intros were an afterthought. This may be the first tune ever to have organ, dobro, trumpet, alto, and guitar solos all in one song. It's an amazing amalgam of sounds. Highly recommend. If you can't get the whole album, at least listen, well... Listen to all of it, but uh, Sneaking Around the Barnyard is very far out. The Dobro was played by Paul Franklin. I saw him in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Paul Franklin playing Dobro, and you've got Hank Crawford on the alto in the same song. You know what it reminded me of? Did you ever hear that record, that uh, Tennessee Firebird, that was put out by uh, the Vibes player, Gary Burton? Mm -hmm. He went down to Nashville, and he made a combination jazz and bluegrass record with one of the uh, sonny osborne and some other guys i don't know it's incredibly strange it was and it was in I the knew 60s gary Burton. yeah i bet you did yeah well, he was president of berkeley when you were there right
1: was i don't it? know if he was president but he was there
0: yeah as a side note at the time i got the contract to do the first commercially done website for berkeley college of music and we had a presentation in gary burton's office him and others on the way out of the meeting I said to Gary, I still have a copy of Tennessee Firebird. And he looked at me like, Wow, that like nobody even knows about that record. <laughs> it's uh it's got some of this thing where you have country and jazz really well mixed in the same
1: Wasn't place. like when you first met me where yeah. you said, What's with your website? Yeah,
0: right, your website. <laughs>
1: yeah. I said, what do you mean? And you said, um not great. I said, I think it's because I
0: haven't touched it in four years. It was 11 years. Okay. Hadn't been touched in 11 years. I said, this this can't this can't be. So we fixed it up. I thought it would take me a weekend.
1: <laughs>
0: took something like 11 weekends. Okay, sneaking around the barnyard. Cut six is called Soul Twisted. And your note is when I was a mere lad... I used to go to Birdland, sit in the peanut gallery, underage section, never miss King Curtis and the Kingpins. Jimmy Tyrelli, Paul Griffin... Tyrell. Tyrell, oh, sorry, yeah. Tyrell, Paul Griffin, and Rufus Jones, bass, keyboards, drums, respectively, were very kind to an inquisitive 16-year-old. This is as slow and twisted as you can possibly play this song.
1: Yes, it is.
0: You're playing the B3 organ. It says Wurlitzer piano. What it's of piano?
1: It's the classic electric piano. It's what Ray Charles played on uh, What Did I Say? Mm. And actually, he helped make it a, a trademark thing. Mm. But it was, uh, it preceded the Fender Rhodes, okay. which then became the piano of note.
0: Okay. Now, the other note here is that, well, Jimmy Vivino, I guess is maybe the primary guitarist. Al Cooper plays some Dwayne Eddy guitar on this.
1: That would be low strings and tremolo, probably.
0: Yeah, has that, uh, what's the famous Dwayne Eddy song? Well, there's millions of them. But there was like a couple of them that were like way up on maybe number one. I
1: don't think of it like that. I just think of 40 Miles of Bad Road. Yeah. Uh... Because they're young, moving and grooving.
0: Dwayne Eddy. Mm.
1: Those are the ones that come to mind. Okay.
0: Well, it's very cool because you, you, you sort of lead in, I think, with that Dwayne Eddy sound, and then it takes off. From well, the... I
1: used to use um, uh, the tremolo bar Yeah. just to bend the note yeah. as opposed to mm, 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 for vibrato. Right. So that was a big influence on my guitar playing. Song number seven. I haven't heard this record in centuries.
0: It's. I think it's a very, very cool record. It's like, um, it's just got so many things that Al Cooper loves in it, like great s- slamming brass sections and horn. But this one, this is a weird one, because this one was
1: done by Robert Palmer
0: originally. <laughs> okay, right. It's a song by Robert Palmer, but you synthesized the entire thing as a demo and then decided to go ahead it says here i made the demo for this album in on my living room songwriting midi setup it came out exactly the way i wanted it so i never bothered to re-record it so everything we hear is al doing a midi thing it's very intense there's organ and slap bass and just all kinds of stuff you, the drums too
1: yeah drum machine
0: drum machine okay
1: I don't play no drums.
0: Don't play no drums. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be slavishly enthusiastic, but I don't know. I just, it's. My thought listening to this album was I'd like to see somebody do an entire dance concert, like, you know, using this, because the music is big and sweeping and has these, like, things going on. It's very cool. So, honky tonk.
1: That was, um, there, we did no improvisation in that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That was exactly the way it was played on the original record by Bill Doggett on the King label.
0: Like, was that a 50s song? Or Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a pure uh, tribute to Bill Doggett's...
1: Uh... Well, and, and his band. Yeah. The funny thing is, Bill Doggett played the organ. Yeah. It's really not much of that on this track. Right. It's like tenor sax and guitar that play most of what's great on this track. Yeah.
0: Although um,
1: he does, Bill Doggett does play a, a great chord at the end.
0: Arno Hecht was playing the tenor sax. And mm-hmm. then Jimmy on guitar and you and Harvey and Antog. And, and the other credit is the whole gang clapping and yelling. Did you record it like all together live or was it track by track?
1: We recorded it all together live. I think it's just a uh, quintet.
0: Right. It is.
1: But then we probably overdubbed uh Hand claps and stuff like that. Okay, I mean you know, hand claps in time, mm. not a
0: Does it simplify recording when there's no vocals?
1: Yeah, you don't have to worry about the
0: vocal. Right, but I mean, uh, well, I suppose it's not that much different because if somebody, if there's, if everybody's playing in the same room and there's a real problem, you you can't separate out. Yes, you can. You can.
1: Yeah, you mm. put them on a separate track. Okay. That's the whole point of uh, Multi- multi-track recording.
0: But if you're in the same room at the same time, there's got to be some bleed over, right?
1: Not not if you do it properly.
0: So you're close-miking each instrument, so they're really separate.
1: And blocking them off with um,
0: okay shields. Okay. Now, you, you did the mix on this yourself? Usually, yeah. Yeah. This has been CooperCast, the Recuperation Album, Episode 2, brought to you by Alto Sax with Dobro. The booklet for Recuperation can be downloaded from the CooperCast page of Al's website, alcooper.com, where you can also submit questions for Al to answer.